Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Conversations Around Christianity and Culture, Season 1. Stress plays a major role in our mental health and our health overall. I love all the personality tests that are available. A few years ago, our team took the Strength Finders test. My strengths were futurist, achiever, visionary, and competition. And to add to that, I'm a highly driven person. My brain never stops thinking about the future, new ideas, and goals to achieve. My personality type at times is not a recipe for a relaxed, low-stress life. I grew up playing sports. I played basketball and I ran. Competition was something that I loved growing up. Still do, but I've tamed my competitive nature just a little bit. I wanted to be the best at what I did. So I would assess my competition and then practice and train until I was the best I could be. I was always motivated to do whatever it took to excel. When I was in junior high, I would run my own basketball camp in the summer at my house. It included drills, strength and conditioning, and games. I would train five to eight hours per day. This seems a bit excessive, but for me and how God wired me, I enjoyed the process of hard work and being driven to achieve. As you probably know, having this personality that loves to achieve, a head full of ideas, goals, and being highly driven, I've had to learn how to manage stress in my life. Every person has stress. Stress can occur with various situations in life. You have a deadline to meet at work. You have a major project due in school. You have to speak in public. Your flight is experiencing severe turbulence. Your wedding day is approaching. You have relationship issues. Your worries and fears are consuming your mind. You lost your job, etc. In episode 10, I would like to delve into stress. What is it and how do we manage it? First, what is stress? Stress is a biological response to challenging or dangerous situations. Stress is your body's way of dealing with stressful situations. There are normal and good stressors that heighten our awareness or give us energy that we need to accomplish a task. But there are also bad stressors that have negative effects on our bodies, which cause physical problems, and our mental health, which causes problems like anxiety and depression. GAS, or General Adaptation Syndrome, is the process that describes how a person's body typically responds to stress. The first stage is called Alarm Reaction Stage. This is what is known as the fight or flight response. In this stage, a person goes through various biological reactions. Your heart rate increases, your adrenal gland releases cortisol, a stress hormone, and you receive a boost of adrenaline. The second stage is called resistance stage. After the fight or flight response, a person's body begins to repair itself. If the stressful situation ends, your body continues to repair itself until your hormone levels, heart rate, and blood pressure normalize. If your stressful situation continues, your body will remain on high alert Adapt and learn to live with a higher stress level. Your body will continue to release the stress hormone. Your blood pressure will remain elevated. And if this stage persists, 
it will lead to the final stage. The third stage is called exhaustion stage. This is the stage a person gets to if they have long-term and chronic stress. When your body arrives at this stage, it is exhausted. Physically exhausted, emotionally exhausted, and mentally exhausted. And your body can no longer fight the stress. This leads to weakening of your immune system, fatigue, burnout, anxiety, depression, and being at risk for stress-related illnesses. You can read more about GAS or General Adaptation Syndrome online. A great article on Healthline, what is General Adaptation Syndrome? But that essentially is the process by which our body reacts and responds to stress. I want you to consider how stress affects our bodies. It plays a role in every system in the human body. Listen to various doctors and experts' comments on how stress affects each of the systems of the human body. One doctor writes, With sudden onset stress, the muscles tense up all at once and then release their tension when the stress passes. Chronic stress causes the muscles in the body to be in a more or less constant state of guardedness. When muscles are taut and tense for long periods of time, this may trigger other reactions of the body and even promote stress-related disorders. Another doctor writes, Stress and strong emotions can be present with respiratory symptoms, such as shortness of breath and rapid breathing, as the airway between the nose and the lungs constricts. Another doctor says, Chronic stress or constant stress experience over a prolonged period of time can contribute to long-term problems for heart and blood vessels. The consistent and ongoing increase in heart rate and the elevated levels of stress hormones and blood pressure can take a toll on the body. This long-term ongoing stress can increase the risk for hypertension, heart attack, or even stroke. Another doctor writes, During times of stress, the hypothalamus, a collection of nuclei that connects the brain and the endocrine system, signals the pituitary gland to produce a hormone, which in turn signals the adrenal glands located above the kidneys to increase the production of cortisol. Cortisol increases the level of energy fuel available by mobilizing glucose and fatty acids from the liver. While this is valuable during stressful or threatening situations where injury might result in increased immune system activation, chronic stress can result in impaired communication, between the immune system and the HPA axis. This impaired communication has been linked to the future development of numerous physical and mental health conditions, including chronic fatigue, metabolic disorders, for example, diabetes, obesity, depression, and immune disorders. Another doctor writes, stress can affect the brain-gut communication and may trigger pain, bloating, and other gut discomfort to be felt more easily. Another doctor writes, Chronic stress experiencing stressors over a prolonged period of time can result in long-term drain on the body. As the autonomic nervous system continues to trigger physical reactions, it causes wear and tear on the body. It's not so much what chronic stress does to the nervous system, but what continuous activation of the nervous system does to other bodily systems that become problematic. Other doctors write about how chronic stress affects the male and the female in different ways.
For the male, chronic stress, ongoing stress over an extended period of time can affect testosterone production, resulting in a decline in sex drive or libido, and can even cause erectile dysfunction or impotence. Chronic stress can also negatively impact sperm production and maturation, causing difficulties in couples who are trying to conceive. For a woman, stress may affect menstruation, among adolescent girls and women in several ways. For example, high levels of stress may be associated with absent or irregular menstrual cycles, more painful periods, and changes in the length of cycles. Stress, distraction, fatigue, etc. may reduce sexual desire. Stress can have a significant impact on a woman's reproductive plans. Stress negatively impacts a woman's ability to conceive, the health of her pregnancy, and her postpartum adjustment. Stress may make premenstrual symptoms worse or more difficult to cope with, and premenses symptoms may be stressful for many women. I reach you all of this to say stress can have a major impact on our health and mental health. And it's alarming how stress plays a role in every system of the human body. So the question now is, how do I manage stress? What do we do about our stress? How can we be healthy despite the brokenness and stressors that surround our lives? Normal stress is normal. If you have prolonged chronic stress, then you should be proactive to manage it and reduce it. Of first importance, if you've been dealing with long-term chronic stress and you feel like it's taking a toll on you, I highly recommend that you see a medical professional to assess the effects of chronic stress in your life and to get professional help with managing and reducing stress. Here's a few tips. First, figure out what is causing your prolonged stress. Have you lost a job? Do you have family problems, unresolved anger? Are you in a toxic relationship? Do you have unresolved conflict? You can't keep up with the number of demands in your life. Worry or fears are consuming your mind. Maybe you had trauma that you've never gone to therapy to talk about and work through. So it's important as far as tips to reducing and managing stress that we Note, and we become aware of what is causing our prolonged stress. Here's a few things that are helpful. Here's some things that we can do physically. First, talk. Talk about your stressors to a close friend, pastor, medical professional, therapist. This can help lower your stress. It can also help, gain, help you to gain perspective and learn methods to manage and reduce stress in your life. Second, sleep. We were created to sleep. Some people don't believe that still, and they get very little sleep. But sleep helps your body recover from stress. It lowers the pulse and your blood pressure. It enables the body to repair muscles, organs, and cells. And your cortisol, your st a stress hormone, goes down. Third, exercise. Exercise relaxes your body and mind. It improves your mood, and it enables you to fight stress better. Fourth, eat healthy. The food that we eat affects all of our systems. And then fifth, self-care. Sometimes in our life, we are so focused on taking care of everyone else 
that we fail to take care of ourselves. If you don't take care of you, then you won't take care of others very well. Those are physical tips. Here's some things that we can do spiritually. Number one, prayer. Talk to God about your stressors. Ask him for help, wisdom, and peace to calm your soul. Number two, meditation. The Bible is essentially meditation literature, meaning it was meant to be read and thought about. Think about God, his grace, his love, his goodness, his faithfulness, his strength. Instead of letting your stressors rule your mind, allow the presence and reality of God to flood your thinking. Psalm 1, 2, and 3 says this, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all he does, he prospers. Number three, rest. We were created to rest, slow down, breathe, take a day off. Reduce stimuli, all of these things that are grabbing our attention and creating stress and anxiety. Reduce stimuli in your life just a bit. During your day off, enjoy your creator. Learn to fill up your empty tank, whether that's mental or emotional or relational or whatever it is for you. Do something that fills you up. Invest in important relationships around you. And if you're an introvert, have a day as much as possible where you have some alone time. If you're an extrovert and you get filled up by people, hang out with some friends. Have a great time. Enjoy your day. Ultimately, our rest is found in our relationship with Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30 says this, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus said those words to people that are burdened and stressed and anxious. You can find rest in him, in a relationship with him. Fourth, filter your thoughts. Our stress can consume our minds. We can over-obsess on negative thinking or pessimistic thinking. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Learn to filter your thoughts and gain perspective with your thinking. Instead of ruminating and thinking obsessively over and over again about negative thing or worries or fears, which leads to the last thing, the last tip. Fifth, fear not. Jesus spoke these words many times. There's something calming about trusting God with our worries, fears, and stresses, knowing that we don't have control over everything in our lives and that he cares immensely for us. In fact, Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says this, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. 
Stress is a major item in our mental health to think about. And I want to encourage you to be aware of and examine stress in your life. If you need medical help, if you need a professional to help you, reach out this week or next week or today and get the help you need. And I want to encourage you spiritually. God is there for you in all of your stresses, all of your anxieties, all of your burdens, all of the things that are causing tension in your soul that are unresolved. God is there for you. Reach out to him today. That's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me. This is a brand new podcast, and I would love for you to help me spread the word. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thank you for your support. I can't wait to join with you next week for more conversations around Christianity and culture, season one.